You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Talking Blue Jays baseball today on this Monday, April 25th, with our Blue Jays reporter, Gregor Chisholm. And, Gregor, thank you for the time on this Monday, as always. And let's start uh, with the rubber game yesterday at Rogers Center. The Jays defeating the A's 6-3 as they take the rubber game of that series. And uh, Drew Hutchison called up uh, from AAA Buffalo to make the spot start his 2016 debut. Uh, two runs over five and two-thirds to get the win. He's actually now 21-7 and in his career at Rogers Center. He was sent right back down to AAA after the game. And, you know, that really can't be an ideal scenario for Hutchison. Uh, but the Jays, uh, on the other hand, have to be the envy of most other teams in baseball that they have a guy with solid major league experience so that they can plug into a hole at a moment's notice. And that's exactly what they did yesterday, and it led to a win. Yeah, absolutely, and I think that's one of the strengths of this team. And, and you know, going back to the end of last season, the the starting pitching depth was a big question mark in this organization. And over the, the couple of months that ensued after that, they really solidified a lot of things. And now you're in a situation where Drew Hutchison uh, is a major league pitcher. He's a guy who does deserve a spot to try and uh, you know kind of t- prove that last year was was an aberration and, and not the reality. But uh, you know, the fact that it's a strength for the Jays that they have someone like that who's who's ready to step in. And, uh, you know, I think that's good news for the organization moving forward because, you know, it, it's pretty much impossible to get through an entire season with four guys. You know that there's going to be the need for someone else. And Hutchinson, in this case, came in just to give everybody an extra day of rest. But it shows that, that he could be a solid option if and, if and when somebody goes down. And, Gregor, like I said, as for Hutchison himself, this is really not an ideal scenario for him. In your discussions with him uh, in previous seasons, uh, is it difficult for him to know that, yes, he is good enough to fill a gap at the major league level, but not quite good enough yet to remain in the majors permanently? Yeah, I, I think he's frustrated, and he was frustrated at the end of last year when he was left off the postseason roster and had to go down to Florida uh, to continue throwing in, in case there was an injury during the postseason, but he wasn't around the team. Uh, in that memorable October run, and he was a guy who was here for all 162 games last year, so that was a big disappointment for him. And uh, I think he knew coming into to spring training what his situation was. Doesn't mean he's happy about it, but uh, he is understanding and he does accept it. And I, I think you look at Sunday's game as an example of the best way to handle it. Uh, you know, he came out, had a very strong outing, was very appreciative of, of the support that he received from the solo crowd at, at Rogers Center, gave them a nice little tribute in the way off the field, and he'll be back. He just needs to remain patient uh, and wait for that opportunity because it's going to come at some point. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to say that I'm going to be a professional and act in a professional manner. It's another thing to display that uh, when, you know, when the chips are down sometimes, and that's exactly what Drew Hutchison is doing. It can't be easy to be on that uh, Buffalo to Toronto shuffle and vice versa, but uh, he did his part yesterday. The Jays got a win as they take two or three games from the A's at Rogers Center. Uh, Gregor backtracking a little bit to Friday. Uh, Russell Martin left the game due to neck spasms. Uh, yet to return to action, uh, is there a chance that, you know, it's no secret he's been struggling at the onset here of the 2016 season. Were there any perhaps lingering neck issues that have contributed to a slow start, or are the two things uh, unrelated right now? I think they're a little bit unrelated. and I think the slow start is just, you know, we, we saw it last year from him. Uh, in his first year in Toronto, he did get off to a slow start, and there was all those concerns about the big contract he signed and whether or not he'd be able to live up to it. And you know, After after April went away, uh, things were fine for him, and, and I would ex- expect that 
to be similar this year. Uh, I, I think he's going to turn it around, but there's no question that he's been struggling with the bat. Uh, the neck thing came up uh, really in like the last week or so, and, and that's something that has lingered, and the Jays are going to have to be you know, cautious of that. They don't think it's anything major, but at the same point in time, uh, you got to be careful when a guy wants to play through it because you don't want it to get worse, and, and that's what they have to protect against. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's something that he'll probably deal with for the next week or so, but as long as they, uh, you know, treat it uh, the right way, I don't think it's something that should should be long-term. Yeah, you just have to be so careful nowadays uh, with anything involving the neck and the head and the brain, uh, and that's what Russell Martin's dealing with right now, you know, with the neck spasms, and uh, better for the Jays right now to err on the side of caution Keep him out of action, and hopefully he can shake those problems and the April struggles as we head uh, towards the end of the month here. We'll see what happens with the veteran catcher, Russell Martin. Uh, Gregor, as we talked about last week, the Jays made some news on two different fronts, uh, one good, one not so good. We'll start with the good, uh, or the potentially good, I should say, the team signing veteran outfielder Michael Bourne to a minor league deal. Uh, what sort of a role do you see Bourne playing with the franchise, assuming a major league call-up in the not-too-distant future? I think eventually he could become that fourth outfielder. He's someone who does bring some speed off the bench. But you know, as we as we sit here today, there really is no spot for him. I mean, Ezekiel Carrera has done a nice job over the last couple of days filling in for Michael Saunders. Michael Saunders returned to the lineup on Monday, uh, but Ezekiel Carrera in, in a couple of days' absence uh, really did well. So he's that's probably enough to secure his job for a little bit. The immediate plan for Michael Bourne is to send him down to extended spring training get a look at, at what he has left in the tank and, and see where he's at with his status. And then I think uh, once the Blue Jays get a look at him for about a week or two, uh, he'll probably make his way up, probably make a, a short stint in Buffalo, and then the Jays will, will see whether or not he's in the plans. And if he's not in the plans long term, then it's probably a situation where his stay in Toronto is going to be short. Uh, they would probably allow him to, to get another opportunity with another team. But I, I do think long-term, even though Ezekiel Carrera has played relatively well over the last week, uh, I think Michael Bourne could be an upgrade in terms of the fourth outfielder uh, long-term for the rest of the season. Yeah, I find it not so coincidental that uh, the Jays make the signing in Carrera. All he does this past weekend is make a stat cast-worthy <laughs> catch in the outfield which was the talk of the town for some time. And then yesterday, uh, hitting a game-tying homer in the early innings to erase a one nothing deficit. So sometimes you see a guy coming for your spot and you, you pick up the pace a little bit. And maybe that's what's happening here with Ezekiel Carrera trying to nail, uh, nail down that fourth outfielder spot in uh, Toronto. And, of course, uh, Gregor, now for the not-so-good news, uh, veteran infielder Chris Colabello hit with an 80-game suspension for his use of performance-enhancing drugs. Any sort of comment from Colabello since that suspension went public, and what sort of a uh, domino effect, if you will, could this have on the rest of the roster? Yeah, he's remained quiet since the opening statement that he had, which was basically saying that he didn't know how that substance got into his system, and it's it's a hard one to believe because it's it's a type of anabolic steroid that that you wouldn't think would normally. Uh, you know, be tainted in some sort of supplement. It's not a situation that Marcus Stroman ran into a couple of years ago where uh, he was taking an over-the-counter supplement uh, legally from a, a GNC store, and it just he didn't read the label properly. This seems to be a bit of a different situation than that. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what his side of the story is over the coming weeks. But in terms of the Blue Jays, they simply have to close the door on it. Justin Smoke's now the everyday guy at first base. Uh, I think eventually you're going to see a guy like Matt Dominguez possibly later on maybe even a guy like Jesus Montero uh, come up here and fill that role and 
Uh, you know, Colabello's out until July. He's not eligible for the postseason roster. So uh, it's really hard to envision him fitting in in this team, even when he does come back from that suspension. I think the Blue Jays basically have to move forward without him in the plans for now. And, Gregor, just to wrap things up here, a three-game series with the White Sox begins tonight at uh, Rogers Center just past 7 o'clock Eastern time. And, uh, you know, the poor White Sox, uh, they're off to a great start, and no one's paying attention in Chicago because of that other Chicago team, the Cubs, that they've just been scorching the earth since the, the start of the season. But the White Sox off to a tremendous start. Of the three pitching matchups uh, beginning tonight, which one are you most looking forward to? Well, anytime you get to see Chris Sale, uh, it's going to be an interesting uh, game. It's, he's one of the top arms in all of baseball. There's no question about that. And this is an interesting series beyond that as well for the Blue Jays. I mean, you've got a guy, Gianna Navarro, coming back this series. Very, very popular guy during his time here in Toronto. A lot of fans were sad to see him leave, so it'll be good to see him back in Toronto. And then the other one is one of the biggest fan favorites of all time in Toronto, Brett Laurie. And, and he's been back before. He was back last year with Oakland, but I'm sure he'll get uh, a warm applause from uh, the crowd here as well. So those are those are two guys who have, who have been a big part of the Blue Jays over the last you know five, six years who, uh, who are now coming back, and, and it'll be interesting to see how they're received. Yeah, and I'm sensing a lot of standing ovations from the always classy Rogers Center crowd over the next couple of nights with the Chicago White Sox in town for the start of a three-game series tonight uh, on this Monday night, April 25th. Uh, Gregor, we thank you as always for the time. That is Blue Jays reporter Gregor Chisholm. Matt Wehmeyer in the meantime signing off for MLB.com Extras Toronto Blue Jays. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.